from the mouth of Darwin, he said, if it can be demonstrated that any complex organ existed, which could not possibly be performed by numerous successive slight modifications. So that's what we're talking about. Little bitty changes. Then my theory would absolutely break it down. dogs and fleas pull up a chair and sit on your knees we have a story to tell you that we are still learning about welcome to talk the walk my name is henry moses i'm jared moreland i'm gabriel moses we are super happy to be here and we thank you for joining us wherever you be and we have our guest again this week returning from last week jenny tucker boom 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 yeah we still got to get the whole guest part worked out but i feel like that went okay wasn't bad Introducing Jenny Tucker, a yes. person who's who's going to tell us a little more about things that I don't think most of us go deep on, evolution. Yep, our special guest, our special professional. Special professional. Person of knowledge. But the point is, is that I'm not a professional. Goes by, the, goes, by, <laughs> goes by the jet. I'm not a scientist. I'm just talking the walk. Well, you're about as That's professional it. as it gets on here. I was curious about a few things, so I read a few books, and I yes. want to tell y'all about it. Over it, ten it, years. Like, ten years. It just. But you kind of have to be professional to be able to break it down to a layman's terms. Mm. No. Mm. Because mm. I don't have. Be a, a professional has a degree or something behind. No. Them, see, I, I think that. professional. Is 10 years of investigation. But a professional is not something that you think it is or think it isn't. There's a definition to it. Well, you can't just I have think my definition it. and my, my... We could go with that. My truth. We could go with your truth. I have my truth. <laughs> he's, he's, but if we want to talk about the truth, there's no professional in this room. There it is, the horse in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Make actually, there are four professionals in this room. No, there's I'm going to say I'm not a professional at much. I'm a professional mortgage lender. Okay. Not I mean, part of the conversation, though. But that's a professional. Well, we are professionals. <laughs> so speaking of... It's hard, okay. Jenny. It's hard doing the... Would like, you, would you call, consider a doctor a professional? In his field. In his field. But do you know why they call it medical practice? Because they have to practice the medical. Because all they're doing is practicing. You right. go in there, you tell them your symptoms, they go Google it. And they, <laughs> they get, well, I had a, a true doctor told a friend oh, about no. that. Like, That's why they don't want us using Google. Yeah, they use books because. and they're like, let me, unless you have a broken leg and they're like, yeah, it's broke. Right. But if you come in with a bunch of symptoms, symptoms. they just practice. And right. they're like, well, ah, let's try this. But that's, yeah. why they, that's why they don't want us using Google. You know how they're always like, don't look at Google. Don't, you know. <laughs> right. In fact, the last time, what was Because then we don't need them. Is that what you mean? That's right. right. <laughs> That's their tool. That's their tool. Jared just called them out on it. I feel you. I feel like you're onto something there. Yeah. They run back. That's, they always have their they computer. They used to use a book. They right? always have their computer. When you're not looking, they swipe it over. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, you got this. They're little, they're they're little symptoms tablet. into the web browser. Well, when yeah. we lived in Mount Vernon, Missouri, Angel, the doctor she'd go to, he was a much older man. He was a legacy doctor. He wasn't old. He was just a legacy. Oh, okay. he was a le- but he would bring his little red book in there, and she would talk about her symptoms, and he'd flip through and turn back, and 
and he would read a little bit and then like, well, you know, it sounds like it could be this. Let's <sighs> let's. And I'm just like, that's impressive. It's just a practice. Fair point. The biggest, the biggest one that I've always loved is psychology. People say, well, it could be this. It could be that. You can't prove anybody wrong. What's going on mm-hmm. in someone's head? There's a lot of guesswork in that. There's so much yeah. guesswork. So what Jenny did was you read a bunch of what you deem professionals' books. Right. People who are the professionals. So technically. Okay. You're not a professional, but you're an expert. But you're no. delivering. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. She's our resident expert on evolution. <clears throat> if we're comparing. creationism. Me to you. Yeah. Then we could call me. I had an old work. You know what an expert? I had an old mentor tell me what an expert was. He said, you're an expert, Jared. That's what he (laughs) mean. He said, an X is a has been and a spurt is a drip under pressure. (laughs) So you're an expert. (laughs) (laughs) A has been drip under pressure? Yeah. Okay. If you just break it down, an X is a has been, a spurt's a drip under pressure. (laughs) Okay. That'll work. (laughs) How's this for chill then talk? I feel like we're then we have four. Ex- <laughs> yeah, I'm like trying to. <laughs> then we, but then we have four experts at the table. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'd rather be a professional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So anybody want to hear my road incident? It's not road rage anymore. Have you yeah. improved? Is this an improvement? I have improved. If you've got a road incident, then I'm yes. going to follow yeah. up with a road incident. Okay. So this morning, and I feel like I feel like this is the way Satan works. And also, you know, test from the Lord. I mean, I think it's kind of a combination. But so I, I had a, a buddy that hit me up yesterday. You know, I happened to run into James Land. Y'all know him. Mm-hmm. And um, we got to talking and... and Deep talking about the Lord, really great discussion. And uh, he was he was like, "Man, we have this Bible study group on Friday mornings at Young Bloods, and and uh, he's invited me one time before. I was like, you know what? I don't have a Bible study group that I go to. I need to. I'm going. And so I so I so I'm on my way there. Well, first off, I woke up at at three uh, thirty by accident this morning. Couldn't go back to sleep. So I'm already kind of a little bit tired, but I'm all right. And, uh, and so I'm driving and it's kind of nice, you know, the roads aren't bad at seven o'clock and are almost seven and it's still dark outside. There's not very many cars on the street. Well, I'm driving up Washington and I start, you know, I'm behind this kind of big semi truck. So you want to get out from behind <coughs> them cause they're so slow. And so I'm, I'm driving away and, uh, I start to go over in the next lane and in my peripherals last second, I realized, Oh, there's a car. I knew there was a car, but it was a lot closer than I thought it was. So I swerved back into the lane before they get a chance to honk at me or anything. They start to go by, and as they're going by, honk. I'm like, are you kidding? I noticed before and got out of your way. They tested your walk with Jesus in that moment. Oh, my goodness. So they did. They catch a big-time honk back. (laughs) <laughs> and and so I did the battle of the honks. Yeah, yeah honk, right. Honk right my back my horn's louder than you. Oh, I'm like, nah. I didn't do anything, not on purpose. And you know I didn't because I went back over here. And so anyway, so they they go by me and they pop the bird at me. You know mm. this 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 
Hey, they got real, real dark tints, so I can't really tell, but I just, you can see got the hand, hand and a finger <laughs> going up and that's about it. And uh, so I'm like, and this is on your way to talk about Jesus. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, I'm like frustrated, I, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get up next to you and give you the stink eye. And so, you know, I drive, I kind of drive by him and I start to give him the stink eye and I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm like, I can feel everything. I can feel this is this is a chance to win or a chance to lose. And so I'm like, I'm like, I'm not gonna I'm headed to this Bible study. I want to be in the right mindset, the right frame of mind. And so anyway, so they're they're you know coming back here. We're coming up to a stoplight. So I I, I wait till they get up, you know, I, I roll down my window. <laughs> and they get up next to me or sh- the person gets up next to me and rolls down their window. And I was like, I'm so sorry. That was my mistake. I said, I, I just didn't see you. And she goes, it's no problem. <laughs> 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 but I could tell she was shocked. I could tell she was like, she was ready oh. for. Oh yeah, yeah. She was. She was battle. W W three. But it was. It's so cool because it just looked like such a relief on her mind. Plus, she's starting out her day. You know, headed to work. I'm sure. And I thought, well, I can. I have an opportunity to be a blessing to this person. And no matter, I don't. No matter what they say, I'm just gonna show them the love of God, and admit fault, and and go enjoy my Bible study or get shot because. It's kind of on that part of town that you just don't know. Yeah. And so, t- t- great job. T- t- Do you remember Pastor Tom Lane sharing a similar story where he? Oh yeah, to, where he chased that. He was and he wanted to just yeah. reach him up by the neck, and then when he finally walked up to him, he stuck his hand out and said, "I'm so sorry, and God bless you." And, <laughs> yeah, but it took him God a minute for to, changes of heart. Yes, but I he forgot about that. That, was I did, cool. that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. The identical. I was in the wrong. And I rolled down my window to just admit, I didn't even get mad. I was like, yeah, I get it. That was me. I rolled down the window. And I mean, the woman had been like flailing in her car so mad at me, hair flying everywhere. And I rolled my window down. (laughs) She spat on you. She grabbed her steering wheel and looked straight, would not turn her head. You'd think she had a neck brace on. I was trying to apologize. Hey, she's too far hey. away. I'm like, she her hey. windows rolled up. She's not. I mean, nothing. She's like, no. She went Batman. I'm trying to apologize. I'm trying to say you're right. I apologize. I didn't realize I was being inconsiderate. Nothing. Wouldn't even turn. So similar, not similar. But have you ever done this? So I'm driving somewhere. This happened yesterday, I think. And I had my phone out and I'm looking at something as I'm driving, which you shouldn't be doing, but I was doing it. And uh, I kind of veer over, but I didn't get in the person's lane, but, you know, they kind of bumped their horn at me and I got back in my lane and they're going to come up beside me. And like this matters, I put my phone down and I got both hands on the wheel. And I, like, just, you were like, perfectly like, I was totally in control the whole time. And you know, I, don't, I don't know what that accomplished, but I was I just put my phone down like you I didn't, wasn't on my phone. You didn't want them to see you. Why you were being so exactly. irresponsible? You're like I was. I was on my phone. It's like mom walking there. What are y'all doing? Nothing. Not we're not doing nothing. 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 What was your road story, Gabe? We so I took um, my three kids to Dallas yesterday. We're on our way to the airport, and um, I'm I'm doing a little bit of a hustle. 
And I go around a, a big old semi-truck. It's got its emergency lights on. Funny about semi-trucks here. But I go around this semi-truck. I pass him up quite a bit, and then I pull in front. He's pretty far back. I pull in Lakeside and I-40 behind about five other vehicles waiting at the light. I look up in my rearview mirror, and he's coming. He is coming. And I'm like, what's going on? Nice for impact. I mean, he just boomed me. What? Hit me in the back. Really? Yeah. By a semi? By a semi. Sassy goes, <laughs> and the boys, the boys, what, Dad, did you pull a prank? Did you do that? And I'm like, no, we just got hit in the back by a semi truck. I thought you were going to say you had it in reverse and hit the gas pedal and backed into the gas. No, no, he hit us. Did it do a bunch of damage? So I got, <laughs> Jenny and I were just talking the day before about how, if you know, while we're in Dallas and we bring a car, we should buy the extra coverage that they that they offer because it could save you a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And I told Jenny, no, you know what? Next time you need to, because she had a situation that happened with a person. Mm-hmm. So I was like, next time you need to get your phone out and record them saying it was my fault. Yeah, she, right? she rear-ended us and then later claimed on us and said that we drifted into her. Yes. But at the time of the accident, she was full of apologies and I'm so sorry in until her, her husband gets there and talks her out of it. And says no, we're going to claim this different. Yeah, you know? uh, so, so they lied. Yeah. They they changed the truth into a lie. <laughs> and I was telling Jenny, you need to record it. So so what do I do? <laughs> I get out of my truck, or we pull off. We pull off the road, and I'm like all the while going, we got to get to the airport. The flight's going to leave. Oh yeah. And I'm like Jiminy Christmas. So we pull over, and I get out with my phone, and I just walk straight up to him. I recording the whole thing, and he opens his door. He's a trucker. And I said, I said, hey man, yo, um, uh, you hit me. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, he goes, yeah. And I said, man, I just want you to, I got, I got to do this. I'm sorry. I, I want you to tell me in the camera that yeah. you hit me. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I, I hit your truck. And I said, and it was your fault. <laughs> and he goes, in Texas, if you get rear-ended, it's always your fault. Yeah, yeah it's well, no, Jenny. Yeah, I mean she. You know, no, Jenny's no, story. None of the insurance but Jenny for- drifted. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't. So I, her story riled me up so much. I was like, I, I am ever in this spot. I am getting my phone out and I'm just going to record them and they, you're going to say it. You did it because in that moment, they feel bad. They did. You just hit me in the back. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. Yep. It was my fault. I hit you in the back. <laughs> and he goes, Whose truck is that? I said, That's my truck. I said, what's your, you know, name? You got your insurance. He gave me his card. I record the card. <laughs> what's your name? Da, da, da. <laughs> we go over to my truck. He goes, it doesn't look too bad. I was like, no, it don't look too bad. But there it is right there. There it is. My bumper. <laughs> and then I go over to his truck. Yep, there's your truck. His is jacked up. On the side. smoking. What? <laughs> it's bent down like, Yeah. Eject his semi on up, and I was like, "Man, well, he goes, is everybody? He goes, anybody, everybody okay? I was like, I got my kids in there; they're okay. They're just a little shook up and stuff. I feel fine, you know. You okay? Um, why should I even ask? You're in a semi truck, dude. Yeah. You just you please me. say in the camera that you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my road that's story. Oh yeah, that is funny. Jake, only good. 
I got hit back by a semi truck. Well, that's not, and recorded the dude and forced him to. Sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, yep, it was you, the day before we had talked we about were this. Just talking about he was it. Going out of town, and I said, just I get ready. the insurance. Just get it. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I got a ten thousand dollar bill from Avis. Just get the insurance. Just get the insurance. Yeah. Just get it. So you got a ten thousand dollar bill. Yep. <laughs> so like, uh, kind of yeah. neat. so just a little plug for Jimmy Evans here. I thought this was cool. So we had all these vehicle deals where well, they're fixing to do their XO conference <laughs> in Dallas uh, next weekend or this no next weekend. And he's doing a sermon called being married in the car, mm-hmm. all the stuff between husband and wife oh, in yeah. the car. And I thought the that's going to be kind of a cool message to hear all the stories and the tension that arises in, in car. the car with a married couple. <laughs> that's gonna be pretty good do you and angel have some stories yeah she's like <laughs> i'm like she, you look thrilled yeah she just points and i turn now i just do whatever she's <laughs> i mean i'm a terrible driver she's a great driver but she never wants to drive and then i don't ever drive right so <laughs> that's, that's 30 years summed up <laughs> the biggest challenge ever is in the car the which way to go that's i think that's or the most common eat, thing or where to eat where to eat? I'm pretty. I'm a pushover. I go wherever. Same here. But the directions. I don't care. This way was faster. What was it faster by thirty seconds? Yep, it was faster. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm still going my way, and you're in the passenger seat. Yeah, I it's, don't always take the. No, I don't always take the. But we could talk more about the paths we take, or we could <laughs> jump, jump into this deep topic. It's going to take a lot of time because yeah. it's really good. So, Jen, jumping back in. Thank you for. Sharing your expert analysis last week. That was wonderful. Her expert professional opinion. Yes, right. <laughs> Not opinion. I don't believe it's an opinion no, at all. I believe it's completely it was really, it is really good. And I, I feel like I learned a lot. <laughs> so we left off with um, point seven. Do you want to do a little recap real quick and kind of what you're from yep. that? Yep. Uh, so we, we basically talked last week about defining evolution and gave everybody what that was, which is, you know, we gave the example of the the sheep and that you have to like slowly, yep. slowly, supposedly on evolution, evolution, it takes a million years for a category to jump. There's microevolution. The main point is that there's microevolution, which mm-hmm. is small little changes, but the cat is still a cat. Yep. And macroevolution where, you know, the fish gets out and walks on land. Mm-hmm. It turns into an animal, mm-hmm. you know, or some, or something else. It has to jump categories or the ape turns into the human. That's macro. And the biggest point that we made last week is there is zero evidence to support macro evolution. Okay. Well, um, I, I got to take it quick. So, you know, we, we record on Fridays most of the time. And so after last week's episode, you know, Brandy and I, on Friday nights, go and, and take a walk together. And so I'm like telling her all this stuff about evolution. Uh, so I feel like it must have, you must have done a good job because it's kind of stuck. You were able to redo yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. man, I, you got I had the same ex- I had the same experience as Angel. Now her eyes glazed over a little bit. Like, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> no. But, but the macro and micro is what really stood out so to me last yes. time. That was my favorite part. I was just yeah. like, babe. Do you realize? And I just started telling her about it, and it's pretty cool. And did you feel smart? I think I've, I a, little a little more knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt a little, little more knowledgeable. knowledgeable. Yeah, and that's the that's the whole thing. <clears throat> First, you you get knowledge, then understanding, then wisdom. Mm-hmm. But you need knowledge. 
You need to you understand. Need to and this first. is this is one of the biggest conflicts in people's mind in the world. Well, and they're so afraid. I think that there's a lot of people that are either nervous or afraid to have this conversation mm-hmm. because they're afraid it's going to challenge their faith. Um, or that, that people are going to start talking about things that they're not going to have an answer for. And I'm yeah. just saying. I, like, I am. I mean, I, right. Because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. And, and then what if they say something that you can't answer and that challenges your faith? And I, I just want to, my whole point in doing And then this, all of a sudden, God's not real. Right. My whole point in doing this is to say, you're right. Yeah. Your God is God. You are. Science does back this up and support yeah. that God is God and that the answers out there support the God of the Bible. It supports all the way back to mm-hmm. Genesis. Yeah. So it's okay to even if someone says something to you that that you think kills your faith, don't worry. It doesn't. There's it an doesn't. answer out there. Every time I turned and I, I went into this thing, not just like the answer is the answer. Mm-hmm. Just being curious about it. You know, whatever it is, the answer is the answer. And I mean it, everything, everything, not just evolution. There's so many other things I studied about the world and the galaxy. Um, <clears throat> you know, we're going to talk about black energy here in a little bit. Things you cannot see, feel or touch, but the scientists wholeheartedly believe in. You know, they kind of go against their own constitution. Mm -hmm. So I'm just here to tell everybody it points to God. It really does. That is the whole point. But I think it's a combination of of faith and then the evidence kind of coming afterwards. You know, and so if you, because Gabe, you were talking about last week, like don't forget the faith part, basically, was kind of your point last week, Mm -hmm. Um, which is very important. If you can... Get to the point that your faith, okay, my faith my faith is not, I mean, I'm 48 now, and I've had my ups and my downs on my faith. Like, Jenny, you also kind of talked oh, about yeah. last week. The, oh, the absolutely. Of, doubt. Uh, doubt. And and uh, and so for me, I've, I've been in the ups and downs. I'm, I'm past that. There's nothing that's going to take away my faith in the Lord. So I'm, I'm a little bit more confident now. I'm like, I just want to share the gospel, mm-hmm. you know, and so I'm okay with being stumped. I'm getting to right. the point where I'm okay with being stumped. Like, hmm, that's a good one. You know, and I have to be with but with Sadie, you know, my little goddaughter, you know, we have these <coughs> conversations and, and she's getting all this stuff from the college that she's getting. And I might get stumped on something, but is it worth it to get stumped <coughs> for, for someone's salvation and then have to go seek for an answer? Or would you just rather play it safe and sit on the sidelines? We can't afford to sit on the sidelines anymore. So getting to hear stuff like this, you know, yeah. I heard the, I was listening to a podcast this morning that was talking about abortion and apologetics is just defensive, right? Mm-hmm. Which is basically what you're doing, a kind of an apologetics um, for, for creationism over evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were, they were kind of simplified. They were doing the same thing with abortion and kind of talking about, well, okay, you're talking about, well, it's inside the womb. So it's, so it's not as important a life. But what's the difference between me and being inside this part of town versus that part of town? Well, okay, well, they're not developed enough. Well, so, you know, you're saying that that my daughter, who hasn't fully developed her, you know, her, I can't remember what system it was, but um, the female system. What's it called? 
Well, I'm not going to go there. Reproductive system? Yeah, yeah. Her reproductive system Mm -hmm. isn't fully developed. So you're saying she's not as valuable, then her life is not as valuable. So they were kind of putting in these simple terms that help you with your apologetics, with your defense of whatever it is. So they they are out there. There are the tools to be able Mm -hmm. to, Jen, that's what you're trying to do with with this, is to kind of simplify it down from your 10 years of research. Yep. That makes you an expert. And your walk, just your walk. Yeah, in my walk, walk. every day, like I'm an everyday human who didn't go to school for science, you know. And so, and I don't have a PhD in science. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really why I want to bring it is because everyone, there's this big thing now that if you didn't go to school, well, you just, you just forget it. You know, you need to defer to the professionals. Mm -hmm. I totally disagree with that. I do too. We all have a brain and and we can, we can read books just like they read books. Yeah. Many a person. There's just not a degree to back it. That's there's not a degree, yeah. but I have a brain, and you have a brain, and our brain is more powerful than any computer, did, even. Um, so did yep. did Moses <clears throat> did Moses go to school of theology? Exactly. He didn't do that, did he? No. Moses wasn't there, was he, right, brother? No. no. There was no school. Of there was no school of theology back then. I don't think I mean, it was called walking with God. Yeah. Yeah. He walked with being God. willing to put in the time, put in the study. Mm-hmm. And that's the anybody. But it is nice to have people that do go and study now. Yep. You know, that you spent that 10 years studying. And so. Well, and the thing is, too, is that no, there was not because of, you know, the power of the microscope increasing Mm. and technology, like as those things begin to happen, this theory of evolution got slammed. Many people, not just Christians, but many scientists begin to look at Mm -hmm. this and write books about, you know, this just doesn't jive. And so now, and we'll talk about this more at the end, but basically why does everybody stick with evolution when it's been disproven? It has been thoroughly disproven, (laughs) y'all. Like it's not, it is not a thing. You can look at little changes, which is the micro, little changes within a system that happen that adapt. And we talked about unguided evolution, which is just random things happening versus guided evolution, which I believe in. Mm-hmm. That the hand of God guides, that He set forth the rules to for us to adapt, just like we acclimate. You know, the body acclimates to weather, to different weather. It gets mm-hmm. cold, we're going to acclimate. God set certain systems in place to help us survive. So that microevolution, little changes inside of the person, but I don't turn into something else. That's macroevolution. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that was kind of the biggest point that we hit on last week. We hit on a lot more than that. I suggest, I hope everybody will listen to that first one. If anybody's mm-hmm. jumping in on mm-hmm. this one, the first one was the precursor to this. Yeah. Go know. to last week and listen to last week's. It's awesome. It'll help it with wonderful. today. Yeah. It was amazing. All right. Take it away, Jen. Okay. Uh, so I, I, we were ending last week on some books that would help that mm-hmm. I read to get a lot of this information, um, one of them is Michael Behay, and he wrote Darwin's Black Box. He is a su- strong supporter of intelligent design, but not necessarily a Christian unless something's changed. He wrote that book in the 1990s. Okay. okay. Um, Stephen C. Meyer wrote Signature in the Cell and Darwin's Doubt, and he's a renowned scientist of today. And he, you know, we talked about him last last week about how mm-hmm. he said no that signature in the cell wasn't about evolution you guys you know about me cramming or bashing on evolution it wasn't but now 
this book, Darwin's Doubt, you asked for it. So here it is. I'm going to tell you that I, you know, basically evolution Mm -hmm. is bunk. Um, And then Michael Gillian, Believing is Seeing. I recommend that book, number one of all, because the other two are so hard to read. I mean, I had to read Mm -hmm. each sentence on that over and over because I'm not a scientist. I mean, they talk Mm -hmm. scientifically, even though Michael Behe genuinely had a heart to, you know, give you information um, in a way that you could understand it. He just, his thinking is so high level. Michael Gillian, since he worked for, was it me? Uh, since he worked for, um, he worked for Good Morning America and he was their like resident scientist. Oh, okay. He has a way of getting, and he, he has, they called him the scientific monk when he went to, he went to, you know, mm-hmm. an Ivy League school. I can't remember what it was. Um, but they call, he was like the monk, the scientific monk there. He has several doctorates degrees, but he can speak in a way that's understandable. And when, you're, when you're saying the monk, are you talking about monk, the TV series? I'm not talking about that. Darn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Okay. So he wrote the book, Believing is Seeing, and I mean it. I, rec- I recommend that one. Um, and I'm only talking about books where the person who wrote the book has a doctorate or higher mm-hmm. in science. Yeah. Okay. I read several other books for people that were a little more like me. They were professional in their field and, you know, trying to give you what they found. Um, and their stuff jobbed with everything that these guys were saying too. But these are the three books that I highly recommend starting with Michael Gillian, especially if you've never broached the subject before. All right. So we talked last week about that evolution says little bitty changes that happen over time that take a millions of years to jump categories is how it is. Um, But um, with evolution, I also think that we need to use our common sense. Everybody needs to, we, there is nothing wrong with using your common sense. There's nothing wrong with anecdotal evidence, what you see with your own eyes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't tell me my eyes are lying to me. Um, If all species evolved, then you should be able to work, work any complex organism backwards and say, well, if, if we could, if we remove this, it would be okay because it's possible, you know, that had to have evolved and come along later. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use a real simple <clears throat> example that's not human just so you can wrap your brain around what I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have a mousetrap and this came from Michael Bay. Hey, this was his example. So you have a mousetrap. If you remove any piece of that mousetrap at all, it no longer functions as it should. You could use it for a paperweight but it no longer functions as it should. original purpose. That's exactly right. So Darwin said himself, if we learn that there's anything that is not able to be reduced down, like if you take away the piece of wood, the mousetrap won't work. If we learn that there's anything out there that, that is like that, where you take something away and it doesn't work, my theory is going to fall apart. Okay. You have to be able to work backwards in a human system or a complex system. You have to be able to work backwards and say, if I take this away, it could still work. This came along later as an addition to make this new system. Okay. So you have to be able to take things away and the system still work. Because it was able to function. Supposedly able right. to function without it. That's before. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Darwin, we talked about last week too, that in order to view the workings of the cell, you have to have a 400 times power 
microscope. Mm -hmm. And he didn't he didn't have that. The max that he had was 300 times. Okay. Um, I want to talk about things that he said about the cell. And then I want to talk about the cell. Okay. Okay. One thing that he said about the cell is it's just a blob. Okay. There is a membrane around the cell. And he said that this cell was just an accessory. Okay. And we're going to talk about the membrane of the cell here in a second. Okay. And, and, um, but, but, well, we're going to, I'll tell you about so it. So it's just bit right there now. for looks. It's just there for looks. It had no okay? essential purpose. No. And the membrane of the cell is just this translucent covering of the cell. Just to look pretty. Picture, right. Yeah. And, and it is pretty. Jellyfish. If but you're like, like something jellyfishish, just, just kind of an accessory to Because he couldn't, because he didn't have 400 times. He didn't have 400 times. It. He could not get into it. Okay. He could not get into it. Gabriel gave an example. And um, when we were ta- we were talking about something else recently, that if people from a few hundred years ago just all of a sudden had a car in front of them and the car doors were locked and all of that, they would be looking inside the windows. They would just be like, what is this? You know, they wouldn't be able to open the door. They wouldn't know there was workings under the hood. I mean, it's just nothing to them, really. They wouldn't know it could drive. They wouldn't know anything about this car, Okay. Um, but I don't little, mean to laugh, but I have a visual of somebody like a, you know how a dog yes. turns their head when you whistle. They hear yeah. it for the first time. <laughs> I have this visual of people just walking around a car. <laughs> like, yes, like what, what in the world? <laughs> what is that? That's basically, that's basically Darwin looking at. That's it. Darwin in the cell. Yeah. Okay, he did not, and everybody now knows if they have a child past like the third grade, you know a little bit about the cell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's common knowledge now. Right. Exactly. Uh, So that's what he thought about this cell. Now I want to talk a little bit about the workings of just the membrane of the cell. Okay. We're getting deep, bro. Yes. And I know I'm trying to keep it not boring (laughs) at all, but uh, I mean it. My blood pressure is like, I'm starting to get hot. I'm like, man, this is getting serious. (laughs) It's, I just, the cell is amazing. Key. It's fascinating. It is the key to life. It is amazing. So even when we say that life, you know, Darwin's theory says life started with a single-celled organism. He did not even know what he was saying. He didn't know, well, where in the heck did that cell come from? Yeah. Okay. Well, he thought it was just a blob. Okay. 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 So the membrane protects the cell. Okay. That membrane, one of the things that it does is it protects the cell. It also transports nutrients into the cell, meaning it feeds it. So there's no cell without that membrane that he said was just an accessory. And it needs there to is be no fed cell. because it's alive. It's alive, right. It's, 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 well, it's a working machine. It's a machine, okay? Okay. That membrane gets also transports toxins out of the cell. We're just talking about the membranes. Mm-hmm. It's literally charged with electricity. It has energy in the membrane, mm. Okay. It came inside the main membrane. It contains the flagella. Okay. I think you got it. Okay. <laughs> we, yeah, try to, oh, we didn't want to say that. I word remember wrong. that word from science. I do too. When I was a kid. Okay. I think I, I said don't flagella, remember what but. it was, but <laughs> right? I do remember hearing flagella. So I so, think you're on the right track. Yeah. And again, and, we're just talking about the membrane right now. And I'm going to go deeper. I'm but, getting excited. The flagella, which is inside the membrane that's supposedly the accessory, 
has a motor in it that works like a boat motor, okay? And this causes the cell to swim. The, the little motor on the flagella inside the membrane makes the cell move around and swim. That motor on the flagella rotates from several hundred to 1,000 revolutions per second. So mm. a revolution is just it rotating one time. Per second, this is a little machine inside the membrane that causes the cell to move around. I don't think, this propeller. I don't think people realize how fast that is. So in the, in the industrial world, okay. you know, everything starts with an electric mm -hmm. motor. It goes through mm -hmm. gearing. You either mm -hmm. slow it down, speed it up, but you slow it down to get a lot of torque. But on average, the average electric motor is 1,800 revolutions a minute. Minute. RPM Per minute. That's revolutions per minute. This is 1,000 revolutions per, per second. second. So oh I'm getting, into, to go along with that, I'm getting into bicycling. And fast pedaling on a bicycle, really fast, for my short stubby legs, is 100 RPM. Revolutions a Revolution minute. Revolutions per minute. This is a and thousand I mean, per second. I feel like my feet. I feel like second. my feet are scooting. Yes, that's and I'm flying at that point. Yeah. So you're talking about how many revolutions per second? Several hundred to one thousand per a little bit second. And they got to be moving. So yes. in the redneck world, we say it's getting it. It's, it's getting, getting it. It is getting it. It's getting it. Getting it. <laughs> so them little that's, cells are getting it. That's it sixty thousand revolutions per minute. Sixty thousand. Yeah. If yeah. it's maxed out. If it's maxed out. Yes. 360000 an hour. That's getting it. That's, That's getting, getting it. it, buddy. This is the flagella <laughs> inside bad. the membrane. The flagella is getting it. It's getting it. Well, why wasn't this as interesting when I was a kid as it is right now? Because they weren't telling you we're about to crush evolution. <laughs> so they're so, they're such impressive little working things inside that scientists literally call them nano machines. I mean, they're machines. Mm. I'm going to say real quick, I and mean, I'm going to say this again in a little bit, just over and over. Mm -hmm. You find a nano machine that's doing this. Did it just naturally happen without any guide, without any right. hand on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. Um, now let's just go into the cell, which y'all, the membrane is not even close to as impressive as the cell. And I'm not even going to heart. I'm, I mean, the cell is itself. We're just talking about the protective covering on the outside of the cell. Okay. Um, so there's the nucleus in the cell. So just kind of think of it like the president of the United States. Okay. Okay. Are you using Craig's uh, model? Yes. Based off. Model? <laughs> well, just yeah. you know, little um, bits and pieces. Kind I want to say the president of any country. Yeah. Just think of it, the president of any country. Yeah. Okay. okay. The boss. So the boss, exactly, and the, it's the control center of the cell. It stores and sends out information. It replicates DNA. And then if you dive even deep on DNA, how We're complex about DNA is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's like, I know stuff. Jared's like, I know Jared's stuff. like, this is my time to No, shine. I don't know. I don't know stuff. I just know how complex DNA yeah. is. It's I don't. I can't even explain it, but yeah. I know it's super complex. Yes. Yep. We're still talking about the cell, y'all. I mean, yeah. this is maybe the it's one of the most impressive things you've ever heard of in your life is the cell and 
Nobody knows. Nobody knows where the cell came from. I mean, we can, with the theory of evolution, make some pretty solid guesses as to what happened after the cell. But none of it is as impressive as this cell. So DNA has information on it that could fill all 30 volumes of the the Encyclopedia Britannica. It uses a four-letter language. It literally has a language, and it has four letters, um, which are A, T, G, and C. Where did the information come from? Where so did DNA has a language? DNA has a language. It's a language. It's literally that, and the language could fill up. What's written on DNA could fill up 30 volumes of the Encyclopedia Britannica. 30 volumes. This was decoded in Clinton's era is when they figured out the language. It's mm. a language, y'all. Yeah. And nobody knows where this came from. Do we really think, do we really think, like if we were receiving a message from outer space and it was right. all the prime yeah. numbers, you know, we talked about that before. There was some, if we were receiving a message from outer space and it was all prime numbers, would we think that that just happened or would we think there's an intelligent being out there trying to communicate with us? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Intelligence. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and by the way, we're still inside the cell and that DNA has all that information on it. The nucleus of the cell replicates that DNA. And just just for clarity, uh, and I don't know if anybody, I know this isn't where you're at, Jenny, but yeah. um, how do we know how many, does anybody in here know how many cells are in the human body? No. Right? No, just, just, just saying I meant to get that number. But I'm just thinking of it's just important to, yes. you know, as we go through all this, like yeah. whoever. I, I was kind of wondering that. Whoever's before. hearing it, like recognize. I'll look it up, Jen. You keep talking. Okay. Recognize it. Think about a microscope. Okay. We used one in school. That little bitty piece of glass is just mm-hmm. like one by two or something like inch that. by an inch, yeah. And Square all inch. of this that you're explaining is in a in a yeah. blob, yes, not a blob, but you know, Supposed what I'm saying? it's blob. just a blob, yes, on a little bitty piece of glass that is. I mean, that's remarkable. Yes, mm-hmm. it'll fill up an encyclopedia. It'll yes. do this. It'll do this, but it's just a one little tiny, bitty, tiny, little tiny piece. So. It takes a microscope with five hundred times power. But I'm gonna, even. I'll throw this out there, like this to us, tiny, tiny cell. But I, you know, I was. I was flying, like I said, I was flying with the kids in the airplane last night, and two of them had not been in a plane before. And they were astounded by seeing the world. They were describing it. Oh, look at these circles on the ground, Dad. Look at look at those squares over, you know, how the crop circles and all that stuff. They're, they're seeing stuff in a way that they'd never seen it before. So it seemed to them just blew their little minds, and I loved experiencing that with them. But recognizing from God's perspective— he is everywhere all the time in this room, all amidst us and all through everything, small, big. But to him, the what you would expect to come from an all-powerful being would be on levels that we're barely scratching the surface to understand. But to him, it was it, it was what came out when he said, let there be light, let there be life yep. and breathe life and did that. Wouldn't you expect something supernatural yeah. seeming to happen in that way. And now we're, we're scratching the surface, even this hundreds of even, years of, yes. of science. We're scratching the surface here, but I'm like recognizing, wouldn't you expect that from God? Someone yes. for, from yeah. a creek, creek, from a, a spirit that 
did all that and can do all these things. Well, when when it, you expect it, this, it, it's like it all points to him. Like yes. we were talking about last week. How can you, how can you see all this and think it all just happened to happen? And and to even expand on that, the average adult male <clears throat> has around thirty six trillion cells <laughs> in go. their body. Twenty eight trillion in a female and around seventeen in a child. Thirty six trillion. Listen of, to how complex one cell is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thirty six trillion. And of course, I hate to get off traffic, but well, and you want to kill a baby? I'm like, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. It's a miracle. Do not do that. It's you want, all a miracle. You want to kill yeah. anybody or you want to hurt anybody? Don't do that. Well, this is yeah, not what it breaks, this is not what it's about. Kind of the whole fearful, fear, fearfully kill and wonderfully made. Yes, fearfully and fearfully wonderfully and made, made goes made. right along this, with it. When you start yes. to see this kind of stuff, which is kind of crazy, that we're we're what. Coming up on seven thousand years, six into the human race. Yes. Anyway, whatever could continue. Or Thousands 6, 000, of years in. Six thousand. Yeah, six thousand plus into the human race, and we're just now being able to kind of see all this mm-hmm. kind of. Stuff. It's silly, but you know that <laughs> God knew, you know, that we were going to come across this stuff at this time, mm-hmm. and it's so it's kind of almost an answer <laughs> to evolution and. And, and it, uh, you know, it's hilarious to think now we think we're smart. It's hilarious to think God's like, golly, look what they finally figured out after 6,000 <laughs> years. Yeah. Oh, now we're smart. We're intellects. I mean, at one point we did think we were going to build a tower that reached into the heavens. So we're professionals and experts. Yeah. Well, got yeah. scattered. Yeah. But so know. the, the, from to, to put it in perspective why we're talking about all this miraculous mm-hmm. stuff. Because if I'm listening to somebody say this, I would say, well, maybe Darwin didn't know, but he had some idea. I'm sure they've figured all that out by now. Mm-hmm. And the fact is they have not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and have you noticed we're good at rabbit trailing, getting you way off yes, the topic? So I know. Bringing like, it back in. Sorry. I want to pull it in because we're experts. Nobody's going to want to listen to this for longer than three times. And so <laughs> 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 I want to make sure we get it what done. Was, now, t- tell me again when what when was <clears throat> Darwin alive? He, he was, was in the 1800s, 1800s I think. Right? Yeah. yeah 1800s. So yeah. we're talking about about 150 years later. Mm-hmm. They've had about 150 years to kind of. Mm-hmm. 200 or something. Yeah. Get more yeah. answers than Darwin. Get more answers than Darwin had. And they feel like they've done that, but they never answered the first question, with how, which was how how did life begin? Where'd that yeah. cell come from? There are some guesses out there, and I, I want to I want to hit this right now. I want to make sure that I don't have this later in my notes, though. I might I might nope. I'm going to do it later. Um, but so from the mouth of Darwin, he said, if it can be demonstrated that any complex organ such as the cell existed which could not possibly be performed by numerous successive slight modifications so that's what we're talking about little bitty changes then my theory would absolutely break it down so he's saying if it could be demonstrated that any organism couldn't have evolved Okay. In other words, you can't take something away from it and it still work. So every piece of the cell that we just talked about and the flagella that we just talked about cannot, you can't take any piece of a, away from it and it still worked. Neither one of these things could ever have evolved. 
Michael Bayhay coined a term, and that term is just something you should have in your head. Anybody should have in their head if, they, if, this, if you're being challenged on this. And that's called irreducibly complex. It's so complex it can't be reduced. You can't take the mouse trap pen away from it and it still work. Irreducibly complex. The cell and the flagella, and by the way, many animals out there right now. We weren't, we're not going to talk about all the animals, mm-hmm. but there's many animals. Um, I watched a long video put together by multiple scientists about all the animals that are ill, irredu- The giraffe is irreducibly complex. It could never have evolved the way its long neck is and the way its heart pumps and all of that. Um, but since we're just talking about the cell and the flagella, and <clears throat> one of the most beautiful pieces of creation that ever were, neither one of those could be reduced. It, both of those are irreducibly complex. Okay. Um, the cell and the flagella. So we're not talking about the human body itself. We're talking about the, the cell and the flagella. Okay. Well, they feel like they have figured not. out how the human body could have, you know, maybe evolved. Reduced. It could have, yeah. like, you know, moved up the chain, yeah. the food chain, basically, through these small, um, numerous, successive, slight modifications. Okay. They feel right. like they figured this out. But they have not figured out the cell. Kind of or like, the flagella. So, 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 so they might argue that, well, we can do it without tonsils now. We can do yes, it exactly. Bladder, but, yes. but when we're getting down well, to they, the Well, they could reduce us yeah. to the ape, they feel like. Right. Okay. And it's not the ape. It's mm-hmm. there's a, It was just one species of, you know, ape or monkey. It was from South Africa. That species no longer exists because they all evolved in humans, you know. So, um, you know, that's why apes are no longer evolving. And it's, I don't even know if ape is the right word for it, whatever it monkey, is. They've got something. monkey, something, something in that family there. Yeah. Um, no it was longer. called like Lucy. Yeah. They've, was, they've got Lucy, but no. Lucy, Lucy's a fraud thing. Lucy uh, is a fraud. By the way, there are so many, there's something called Heckel's drawings that the guy totally fraudulized and they still use it in science today. Okay. want to run with it. Yeah. They just want to run with it. Well, and I mean, that's why it's good to always to yourself be truthful to thine own self be true. All those little sayings mm-hmm. is just because you want something to be true. Just like uh, we were talking about him last week that he's now a pastor he, or preaches and um, he did the case for Christ. What was his name? Lee Strobel. He, and his books are the, some that I read. Yes. He wanted the truth. Mm-hmm. And you got you to want the truth. You, you can't. You can't just say, oh, I want what I want to be true. I, I want the truth. And if you don't want the truth, well, you can keep believing that Xenor came down or whoever. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get down to the truth, then then be open to say, I could be wrong, which is interesting on this Darwin thing. Mm-hmm. He keeps he says this, like, if I don't have this, then my theory is bunk, mm-hmm. like from admission from his own mouth. And I'm like, you know, you don't sound like such a bad guy, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, obviously, a lot of people took his stuff, and maybe he he really wanted something. He had his own selfish motives. But I mean, I mean, it's interesting. You keep saying he said, without these things, my thing doesn't work. My theory would absolutely my theory fall doesn't apart, fall apart. It would yeah. fall apart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's some honesty. Mm-hmm. I encourage everyone to be honest. What's what? What do you want the truth, or do you yeah. just want what you want? What encourages you when you just to hear that? And I know you need to get back on topic. Is I think of my son, but honestly, he's off the rails right now. <clears throat> we raised him, you know, a certain way, but 
Pastor David Ritchie encouraged me one time. He said, you know, Jared, I can relate to your son a little bit because I went on this journey to find absolute truth. And he said, if your son is pursuing absolute truth, then be encouraged. He said, be encouraged because if that's what his pursuit is, is to find absolute truth, he will land back where absolute truth is. That's what happened to me. That's what I lean on. That's a beautiful thing. That's exactly I love that. I love that with all my heart. Because there actually is only one truth. That's where the faith thing. You'll find it. You'll find it. Darwin would have found it. Yeah. Yeah. He would have found it if he would have kept going. It's the, it's the just bullish pursuit of your own mm-hmm. theory of your own idea that causes all this error. You have you the know? free will to stop and just be like, no, nope, that's my truth. Mm-hmm. That's right. But you don't get to negotiate the consequences. <laughs> there will come a day. That's right. Sorry, Jenny. Go ahead. No, that's right. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of people also are under the mistaken belief that evolution explains how life began. Um, or that it attempts to. And so that answers, that evolution answers all questions. It doesn't even attempt to, and it never did. It never attempted to say how life began. In fact, um, the book that he wrote was called The Origin of Species. Okay. So he attempted to explain how we got all these different species, insects, fish, humans, all of that. He attempted to describe that. Evolution did not ever attempt to describe how life began so everybody can get that out of their head i thought that too i thought that it you know a lot of people didn't evolution put god out of business well it's never even tried to explain where did the cell come from in the single cell organism it never it even tried it just started a basis point right Right. here species from something that was already created so why did we abandon a further search yeah um we stopped. We stopped and just let evolution take over when it's it's imaginary. You know, we let things mm-hmm. get into our head. So that's why I say, too, it's real important. And by the way, I want to say that over the 10 years that I studied this, I did not even realize that until I was putting this outline together. Really? I didn't even know that. Wow. I thought that it well, was... I didn't either. I, I thought that it was saying that it knew where life began but, but you never hear about it. That's true. I mean, you no. never hear about it. It always starts with the primordial, primordial soup or whatever. Right. You know, and then out of the- if you look at those theories, if you look at all the theories, which are supposed to have a foundation, I mean, a theory is supposed to, you hear things, that primordial soup has got nothing. It's got nothing in it. There's no theory, there's no, there's no backing for the soup mm-hmm. either. In fact, mm-hmm. like I've read a lot of things. The of, soup. Yeah. Why did we, why do we think <laughs> that? Like water breaks things down. <laughs> things don't come together in water. True. It actually breaks, I mean, Especially that's soupy or soupy water. Yeah. yeah that's a whole down. other. It's wonderful flavor and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Yep. <laughs> so then. Sense. Jenny, is it fun to sit with three men? I know, constantly. (laughs) All the things y'all annoy me with when I'm listening to on the podcast, just do it in reality in person. I've been on my best behavior today. Yeah, Jared's been the total saint. I think you've been doing it. I'll agree with you. To be fair, I'm kind of tired. I got up really early, (laughs) and I am like, I'm not doing that on Fridays anymore. 
Getting up early. Getting oh, it's killing me right now. Get lots of sleep. I feel good. It's killing me right now. So anything I say just just needs to be just disregarded. Disregard. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. Y'all just, haven't been that bad today. Gabe doesn't have You're in a stupor. Use. We probably could have got through her whole teaching in two weeks, but we prevented that. It's like, no, nah, it's oh, going sure. to have to go three weeks. Three. That's but, why I just automatically, I had to make room for. We'll pull into three. And I think next week this, we'll be able to finish this in about half the podcast and then just sit and discuss it a little bit. Fun. Yeah. I was going to say, it's thought provoking. I and mean, if right. it's not, then you're not listening. We got to talk about it. I mean, absolutely. We I'm just glad, like, I don't have to revert to. Well, if evolution's legit, then why do monkeys exist? Like, I'm past that time. Well, you know, it's crazy because we are created to think, but I, I just think that, to, and to critically think. Yeah. And I think that we've really backed off on, I mean, like Jen, you said uh, a little earlier in the podcast, we've got this idea that if, if you didn't go to school for it, you can't talk about it. If you're not, if you don't have a old a degree, you know, I was joking about expert this and that, but mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. my, my humor's not really all there today, so I get it. We well, really wasn't very funny, but that was funny. That was funny. But there really is this this idea, and I, I love John Cooper, who does, uh, who he's the lead singer of of Skillet, mm-hmm. and that what's the name of his podcast? Cooper stuff. Duh. Yeah. Cooper stuff, um, but he's not he's not college edu- educated. This and that, very well spoken, very well learned because he reads <laughs> and researches kind of yes. like you do, um, and gets out. and And one of his big things is do not same thing. Do mm-hmm. not ever be afraid to argue with somebody because they hold a degree. You have a make, brain, right? You have a brain. You have the ability yes. to critically think. Yes. You think back to when the Catholic church held the Bible and basically right. taught it to everybody in the 1500 up to the 1500s. And then and nobody really was able to read because it was all in Latin, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then once they gained the ability to, to read for themselves and but it was a certain power that the, the church held over mm-hmm. and was right. able to kind of dominate everybody. We have the ability now to read and research, but it's like we've been dumbed down by television and yes. dumbed down by entertainment. All these you just want to be all, entertained yep, instead yep. of to critically think. Right, instead know? of spending the time critically mm-hmm. thinking. And and I, it's so hard to break out of, but it can be done mm-hmm. and is encouraged to be done. And so Anyway, here you've been doing this for a while, but thank I'm you for critically out. thinking yeah. for yeah. us. We You're pre- welcome, Jared. <laughs> it's made this an amazing. Podcast. But there's nothing. I just want to encourage anybody that is listening. Yeah, and it's encouraging to myself. This is not nothing that anybody can't do. Maybe on exactly. different levels than other people, but it doesn't matter. Get in there, spend the time, dig, think about yes. it. The, the answers are actually there. And if yes. it takes you ten years, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, and it it's not it's not let's let's not even I won't even pretend that I was just like doing nothing but doing this in my spare time. Right. It's on and off too, yeah. you know. I'll get you curious about it. Scopes out at night. No, no there doing was, all the research. Right. When we say ten years, it's not ten straight yeah. years. It's very very on on. Because I think that's off. what people think. That's what I think. <laughs> I'm like off on. I don't have ten straight years to. <laughs> you know, just do nothing but study no, that's evolution. Not happening. How long have you been in the mortgage business? You uh, eight straight years. Eight straight years. That's right. Same with you, right? So you know, less, but yeah. and she's your boss. So 
you know, that's not all she's done is deep yeah, right. evolution for two I'm not years. Just for eight years, yeah. she's yeah. been... In the mortgage industry, care yeah. Of Amarillo. Yeah. <laughs> That's piano. And yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Chilla Lots of different thing. things. Yep. So when we say the last 10 years, it's like 10 years ago, I started, read a book, put it down, did nothing for months and months. Just on be end curious. It, you know, but just be that's curious. the thing. Yeah. But also, you, you're digesting, you know, this is part of and it. And looking and seeing. You're digesting what you read. Yes. Letting that start to marinate in your life, and then let's introduce some more. Mm-hmm. And it is t- right. It, it, I mean, it's a build this on stuff, you know, mm-hmm. weighs precept on your, upon precept on your heart, especially if you've got the gift of doubt. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, and you know, it's a little painful at first to try to when you're in the rut of not researching, not studying, because I'm trying to break out of that rut right now. Yeah. And I'm trying to put aside, I'm like, you know what? I want to be. When you think about the the people that you kind of look up to from history, I, in my mind, I imagine them late at night with a candlelight burning next to them while they're researching mm-hmm. or studying. Mm-hmm. They're constantly searching. They're not watching Last and, Man Standing. Inve- right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which there's nothing wrong with that stuff within reason. Yeah. But I was thinking about that today. I thought, you know... Um, I thought, you know, I, I really just need to, what if I limited how many hours I'm allowed to have on TV mm-hmm. to one movie and one sporting event? That's five hours. Five hours in a week that I, you know, and then I thought, what could I do with five hours? Mm-hmm. How much could I have learned? And I do enjoy, it's kind of hard. My brain's having to relearn how to read um, educative. Well, just to even have informational type books versus yeah, entertainment. Yeah. yeah. It's got, and even trying to have that desire. Cause I mean, I can't hardly watch a TV no. show without also being on social media and you know, so having it, yeah, having that desire yeah. even, but the only way you're going to have it is to just, is to feed it. Just like the only reason you will ever right. want to drink water is because you drink only water and so your body, that's I all it craves. water. Now that's all I drink. Right. Water and that, it's the same thing with pulling in mm-hmm. information and desiring to have that information. It's a curious, yeah, it's a curiosity about evolution, but it stemmed from a curiosity about God, your God, your creator, the one that fearfully and wonderfully created you, knit you together in your mother's womb created 37 trillion cells that were getting ready to go in, you know, yeah. in your body that all have DNA coding language on them that could fill up 30 volumes of the Encyclopedia Britannica. I mean, it is, you got to be curious about who created you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a curiosity about that. That mm-hmm. is the driving force. Why am I here? Yeah. I mean, inevitably that's, there's the answer. There's the, question that really needs to be answered inside of us. Why am I here? Who am I? Yeah. And why am I here? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jenny. I'm looking forward to next week with you too. And maybe the week after. (laughs) No, we can do it. We can get it. You think we can pull it off? We can do it. We can do it. I totally Okay. Well, thank you for bearing with me while I worked my way. So I took a nap right before y'all got here. (laughs) I thought I was going to pass out. Oh, my God. And then it took me a little bit to get to rolling it. So the stupid job. I just appreciate it. I just want to say thank you, everybody. (laughs) No one would have noticed. I think it's been great today. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Jared Jared is obviously the king of grace over here. Yes. Or the prince of grace. Yeah. Prince of grace. Or whatever's under the prince of grace. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's a great I killed can, no, human. No, he's not got no, no, and he's not Christ. No, but you know the son of the son of. He's right up there. I'm just glad we're out of time. What <laughs> are you going to take another nap? I'm, a, I'm good to go. I'm coming out of my stupor. But Jenny, thank you, man. It's so good. Um, and really, I, man, I'm planning on going back and listening over and over. So we appreciate your time and, and coming in here. Do look forward to you being here next week. Do you have anything you want to? No, I just thank you all for having me. And, and I really appreciate you bringing me on. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Well, okay. let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for creating us, and we thank you for the evidence that you've put within us that points us to you. Um, please help us to have a better understanding. Help anybody that's listening to have a better understanding of what we're talking about here today so that they can give a good defense of their faith and, yes. and help others to come to find you, which is what it's all about. We love you. We worship you. We thank you for the opportunity to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Go ye into all the world and, and preach, preach the, gospel. the gospel. Amen. And amen. And amen. And amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. It's so weird. Mentor tell me what an expert was. He said, an X is a has-been and a spurt is a drip under pressure.